The Rebrand Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, an I Hear Everything production. This podcast tells the stories of world-changing marketing campaigns as told by the people who build them. In each episode, you'll hear an earful of brilliance from a marketer who has brought an iconic brand to life. Ready to hear the secrets and untold stories behind the brand you love? Then sit back, relax, and get ready for the rebrand. Here's the host of the Rebrand Podcast, the CEO of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey. All right, welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, where, as you know, we tell untold stories of world-changing brand campaigns as told by the marketers who built them. I'm your host and founder of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey. Joining us is John Nunziato who is the founder and chief creative officer at Little Big Brands, which is one of the most well-respected, award-winning, independent brand development and design agencies in the U.S. They blend methods of magic to bring new brands and innovations to the world to reinvent existing ones. Yesterday, John and I talked about rebranding Chicken the Sea. Man, going through the details of the logo redesign when a 70-year-old brand was freaking fascinating. So we're going to bring John back. Guy comes from a big agency, past, but has built his own agency. He's been, been doing that 22 years and really a expert, as you guys will, will hear around really branding in the art form of branding, especially CPG branding, which is its own thing as well. So today, John and I are going to talk about cleaning AngelSoft's image. All right, here's my conversation with John Nunziato, the founder and chief creative officer at Little Big Brand. All right, brother. Let's bring you back. Talk to us about cleaning Angel's soft image. I know we talked about uh, Chicken of the Sea last time. Is there anything we need to finish up on Chicken of the Sea? Uh, let's see. Chicken of the Sea. Small things. One evolution was we evolved Catalina from uh, having a magic wand, and uh, we gave her a, a trident. Oh, that's cool. More powerful apparatus, still has magic. And yeah, you know, that package cleanup was really big, uh, really big deal for us and the client. We cleaned it up in a way that it was much more easy to reproduce for them. That's been working really well. And, uh, and since then, um, we developed the digital ad campaign, messaging, and the ROI has been pretty amazing. So we're continuing to work with them. Yeah, build out the messaging and you'll see a next wave of advertising coming out. So here's the deal. We're all over the place on this podcast, as you guys know. And uh, we, we try to keep it like real because uh, no one completely has their shit together. So I was like, hey, John, hold on one second. Because I'm a huge fan of the brand. I want to go get a can and I want to look at this. And I see exactly what you're talking about. I think I do have... I'm trying to see if I have an old one or a new one. So if you've got Catalina in the middle of the logo, that's an old one. That's the old one. Yeah, I see it's a soft one. How she's sitting there, like kind of in the position, and you said you replaced the trident. Yeah, let me tell you a couple things on that. So there was like this vignette sitting behind the logo, and tiny little dots on a really small label are really hard to reproduce, right? So when you think about the the illustration has to knock up over a vignette and a logo and drop shadows and red lines, and it's just it's a technique we all used back in the day. You know, the burst behind a logo was a thing. 
And I'm known for just being real, by the way. I don't use a ton. I don't use industry jargon. It's not my I, thing. I, I don't. That I, too, nobody you. gets I, it. I don't either. I, sometimes out. I catch myself and I like catch myself. Like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, it happens. But when you just look at that lockup, it was very synonymous with the time when that was designed. And, you know, like design evolves, man. So we decided, you know what, we needed to, that thing's printing on like all four color process. What we did was we took control of it and we actually print it solid colors now. So we have our illustration, but our background is controlled with PMS. It sits on white. We can control the logo. We can control our typography. So it gave us a lot of control over the plates and the printability and it's nerdy print stuff. But what makes sense to be a really, really good branding agency is to have an amazing knowledge of the print process. If you know how to design something so it reproduces really beautiful, especially on a tiny label, it's a win. So that was that's something we've got. That's so cool. I mean, such a historic brand that, I mean, that everybody has. And I'm trying to find a new one you've done online. The other thing is that, you know, people's pantry, whether it's a small pantry or a cabinet or a big pantry, is still a really dark, depressing place. And it's nice to actually have packaging that looks really beautiful in there. And there's so many different variations of her. I see one, she's outside the logo now. And she kind of has like her hair in a bun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, if you go to our website, you can... Um, Is that the new one? No, no, that's old. Yeah, the hair in the bun was back in like the 50s. Oh my gosh, there's so many different variations. Yeah, so if you actually look at the Catalina Evolution, uh, there's a little chart out there. We have the latest one, obviously, with, with the newest Catalina, but you can see how she's evolved maybe every decade or so. Oh, I see the new one. I'm on your site right now. I'm on Little Big Brands right now. So much better. Oh, yeah. In a way better, I see what you're saying, in a way better, like, outright, like, up position, too. Yeah, she's got, you know, strong posture now. She's not leaning forward. She was just, like, a little freckle-faced, a little bit Disney'd. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely Disney vibes. Really cool. I mean, people listen to the show, go grab, like, a tuna from your pantry and go look at just the old or if you have the new one. And then go look at littlebigbrands.com. It's on the front of their site and, and see this case study. Really cool. Okay. Uh, we, we've hammered through. I mean, what I can see... Oh, man, even just the printing, this whole case study is just so well done. I see exactly how you did that. And then even on the top printing part, just using all of the area of opportunity. Yeah. And one more little thing is what we did is because this can, this brand had one front facing, which for stock people... It's really difficult, right? Again, it's tiny. So what we did is we simplified the label and we gave ourselves two front facing. So this way, if it gets handled or maneuvered a little bit, we have the opportunity for the consumer to have a second facing. So it's little. there's nuance to this, which is there's beauty in it. The consumer might not notice for their brand delivers a, a good positive return. And, and from your site, I mean, you do a lot of like intricate package design, which is its own thing. Yeah, yes, we do a lot of that. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Cool. Well, let's, so walk us through AngelSoft now. I want to hear, and, and and maybe just like, what's, I mean, the one thing I want to ask you, like, what's the biggest missed opportunity in terms of package design? Like, how do, like, how are most people getting it wrong right now? Like, in terms of how they're thinking about it? I think that the package design is actually, it, it's opened up, which is kind of neat. You've got consumers, I think, that crave brands to move forward and feel and look contemporary. On the flip side, you have very traditional consumers out there, which if you evolve too far, will just say, where's my brand? Or, I haven't found that. E- even as a brand, as branding person, sometimes I go out and I'm like, man, I don't, know if, I don't know if that was the right move. I'm sure there was good strategy behind it, but 
people will criticize branding without knowing the brief and the client and the need, right? They just see a visual thing. They see an, a piece of artwork on a shelf or on Amazon and they say, it changed too much, or I like the degree of chain, or it feels like my brand, but it feels fresher. There's, we, have to, we have to be very delicate with how we treat branding because everyone will have a different emotional response to the degree of change or to a degree of, it's too small of a degree of change, right? Like this isn't evolving with us and with the brands around us. So I think there's an opportunity for some brands to evolve further, strategically be really smart about it, and new brands that have entered the market, I think that have taken design to really far outreaches, simplified labels, really beautiful, minimal packaging. I'm proud of them. I'm proud of them for taking the step and I'm proud of them for helping bigger brands move along. That's really cool. So it sounds like what I'm hearing and it makes sense is there's traditional consumer shopping patterns, especially in retail and packaging exists and has certain nuances to it for a reason. And also, you want to be differentiated in your segment and, and you want to push contemporary design that, that is appealing and beautiful in today's market. And you think there's more opportunity for brands to be doing that, but it is a balance. Is that kind of what I'm, I'm hearing? And, and you don't want to push too far to where you're outside the comfortability of shopping and you get missed because you've evolved too much, but it's a constant balance. I think you can do it the right way. When you think about, did anyone in the world say we need a new granola bar? No, nobody needed a new granola bar, but Kind came along and put a granola bar that was a piece of art. It was beautiful. And we worked with, we were the agency of record for Kind for a while, got to Daniel, amazing guy. And they put it in a different wrapper. They showed off the beauty and incredible ingredients, right? And then suddenly the brand blew up, right? And granola bars looked like, uh, you know, like plywood. Compared That's to everyone, yeah, right? So the legacy brands, if they don't evolve, they're going to go down. Yeah, I mean, think about the yogurt category. You know, did we need another yogurt? We had Dannon, we had tons of yogurts, and Chobani comes along and then beautifies it, right? And so you want to see what they're going to do next. They start to lead the category. The bigger brands start to follow them. So I think there's when people say there isn't room for a new brand or a new brand design, there is. It just has to be done well. Yeah, AngelSoft. Another brand most people know probably doesn't have 99% like a chicken of the sea, but probably pretty darn close. Not a pretty substrate. And also a really difficult category. You have to be like a high-level mathematician to figure out how many squares you're getting on a roll. You go to the aisle and you just need to get in and get out and get some product. And so while we did our best to try and clear up the, the mathematical conundrum in the toilet tissue category... We had challenges with this. The substrate is not a consistent, it's not a cereal box. It's not a perfect rectangle. It's not going to reproduce and stand like a perfect soldier on the shelf. It's organic. It's this material that has a reflective quality to it. You never really know how it's going to wrap on the product. It's always going to be a little bit off. So we took something, again, they were having a difficult time reproducing it, a little bit older design on there. We simplified and gave them control within reproductivity of it. We took the logo marks, redrew them, made them more relevant, more attracted. Single line logo, stacked logo, so lots of flexibility. It's a category that has a lot of skews. And then with this, we didn't have a, a brand character, but we had a brand baby. And that brand baby has also evolved over the years. Interesting backstory. We took a while to develop this, put it through testing, got some feedback. We ended up redeveloping the baby a little bit. And we joked that by the time we, you know, by the time we got back to to redesigning the design we were working on, the baby was in college. So uh, so we had to reshoot 
a new baby. And it's funny because, yeah, we had the mom who took a picture of the baby sitting on the product and the kid was like second grade. So it was, it was pretty so cute. Cool. Yeah, it took a while. Look at your Saturday night. Everybody listening to this podcast, I'm sorry, go to... I never plug agency websites like this, but you, I ha, you have to go to the site, littlebigbrands.com and see your case studies. They're absolutely amazing and beautiful. Like I'm looking at the AngelSoft work and it's it's so well done. Like just the the way that AngelSoft like pops with kind of that kind of turquoise kind of blue color and then the baby with the wings and it is really beautiful. Yeah, thank you. We um the one major thing that we a couple of things, the logo identity upgrade was really clean, super flexible and reproduced. We it's developed at a certain size so if we get imperfections in the wrap, it's still a clean read in the store. And then centralizing the baby holding the sheets, the mega, the jumbo, the double was specifically done because again, how that wraps in the two um, you know, that rolls of tissue in there, we knew would kind of always flatten out right? So there's science behind it. So we strategically put things in areas that we knew we'd have a better role, a better chance of high reproduction. And then we central, we centralized everything, just made it really easy for people to see like, it's 280 sheets, or it's 480, or it's 260. They didn't have to try and get their calculator out and figure out people are on a budget, they're trying to get the product that they need. So we simplified it for the consumer still made it very much angel soft but it's more contemporary and, and much more shoppable. People screw up the execution of the printing so many times, whether it's billboards, package design, POS or POP. There's a lot that they don't think about in terms of the complexities of printing. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, there's that too. And there's the substrate. So, you know, if you look at our website or Instagram, wherever you go, we're working on everything from pouches to cans, right? To boxes to... yeah. yeah. Right. So the knowledge, an agency that has a knowledge of substrate and reproduction is super important because a lot of clients, this is what we hear. Clients come to us because they know they're going to have beautiful work, work with really easy, easygoing people. Like you can see on our website, we have a no a-hole policy. That is true. We've had that. We we have a policy too. I'm so glad to hear that. (laughs) Yeah, like we've got to got to work closely through this, and we're not going to work with anyone who's who's going to make our life difficult. We can do amazing work together. But the, one of the most important things is, is really knowing your substrate, where it is, of course, the market and your client, and developing work that can it look good in a JPEG or a PDF or a print in a presentation, of course. But seventy five percent of the time, clients come to us and say, you know, it looked great in the presentation but it couldn't reproduce or it reproduced and the copy is too small or it's in the wrong place. So there's a lot of knowledge in package branding, except we, you know, especially bigger ones. You really do need to know how it works. You can't just roll the dice with like a cool new design, right? So that's really important. Yeah. Man, this has been enlightening on the world of kind of rebrand. I mean, when I saw this come through uh, right away, I was like, this is a perfect guest. And opportunity for the rebrand podcast. I mean, talking about actual rebrands. <laughs> I mean, you could, we could have a, a whole day of podcasts with you on the work I've seen from your site from from a rebrand, especially in the CPG world. I, I think it's fascinating. I'm, I'm probably like a lot of the listeners, you know, like a, a nerd. I go to the shopping center and like my girlfriend won't send me anymore because I'll take three hours because I'll like look at everything and see where it's at. And it's the old Pepsi person in me when I work with Pepsi. I can't, I can't get it in my head. I'm like taking pictures of like the skews and where things are positioned. <laughs> like just a nerd. So I, I love this stuff. 
And then I'm happy to come back anytime and chat through any type of brand you want. I'm, I'm always down for that. I absolutely love it. And I'm, I'm the same way. I can't just run to the store and grab something. It turns into <laughs> running through the aisles, you know? Of course. And man, I've had so many times through the years too, where we do on the brand side stuff, but we, we don't do packaging because uh, it's such a very specific thing. Believe me, I've tried to do it and I've screwed it up. So this is good. Like I, I, I know where I'm going when someone asks me on the package design thing. Again, so this is great guest. Any final words for maybe our marketers out there? Thank you for coming on. Uh, I thought this was very educational. Yeah, final words. Always happy to speak with people that have questions. Do some mentoring with people. It's important to bring like that next generation of designers up as I've gone through my career. And so I'm, I'm there for people. I'm there for brand packaging designers, which which we're doing a lot more ad campaign, a lot more work beyond package branding. So that's something you know I want everyone to make sure they, they keep in mind as they, they go after you know, their career path. Well, thanks for coming on. John, if you want to find more about little big brands, just go to their website. Like I said, everyone should just go check it out because the work is freaking fantastic. And it's, it is branding. And it isn't just package design. Um, that's one piece of it, uh, to John's point. But uh, amazing work, especially the designers out there. I'm definitely going to send this to a lot of the designers on my team because the work certainly speaks for itself and it's beautiful. And it's, it's a lot of the reason why we're in this business. So, man, thanks for coming on. Just uh, one other link I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes, you guys know the deal. Rebrandpod.com has all the stuff you need. Guest info, notes, episodes, everything's there. Newsletter, blah, 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 blah. Got a bunch of stuff there. You can find me on all the social channels, which is at Scott Harkey. Put a lot of content on, especially Instagram and LinkedIn, but I'm on everything else, Twitter, TikTok, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We have Rebrandpod, harder to find. We're not putting a ton of content on Rebrandpod channels yet, but uh, it's there. Um, the biggest thing is you can subscribe. Like I said on other episodes, you guys know we're close to 5,000 marketing professionals that literally subscribe and follow us every week. And we're building audience. There's probably, I would say, 10 days a month where we're cracking top 100 all-time business podcasts across the world, which is pretty freaking cool on Apple. And then at other times uh, in, in marketing, we're definitely top 10. So that's a kudos to you guys. Thanks for the support. Let me know where I suck. Let me know where we're doing a good job. We want to put out good content from great marketers, whether agency or brand side. I don't care. But I want to talk about real shit. And I want to talk about great campaigns. And I want to make sure we're trying to get better every day. So that's it for today. But remember, it's never too late to rebuild, reboot, or rebrand.